Hello, and welcome to our next recording of the podcast. Uh, this is Bob Siriani. I'm the chair and program director in the Department of Speech Language Pathology. I'm welcoming a group that I've had a really good time getting to know, um, different than sort of our other traditional experiences in our, um, our program. Uh, this group of students that has joined me um, uh, went on an international excursion to provide um, clinical care in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Um, Salas recently has partnered with a company called Therapy Abroad, which provides international cultural immersion experiences for a variety of professions, including speech language pathology. And after some due diligence in working with other companies and looking for the right experiences to complement our curriculum, we decided to align with therapy abroad um, and got to have what I think was a pretty neat experience with doing um, some uh, clinical work and some cultural immersion um, outside of the US to see how speech pathology might work in different populations. So I'd like to welcome the, the inaugural international crew um, and uh, really have them on tonight to, to talk about their experiences and, and really hopefully show how this international um, uh, work will ultimately help them um, become more competent, confident speech pathologists. Um, so uh, as we go through sort of our questions, I, I think it's important that our audience knows who we're talking about. So um, these are all for just, I guess, general uh, understanding. These are all second year students in the speech pathology program. Um, and I've sort of divided the group up to answer some questions. So um, I'm going to ask uh, my friends, Claudia and Rhiannon to come forward and tell me why, why initially were you interested in even coming to Salas's program? Uh, Claudia, you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So hi, I'm Claudia. Um, for me, when I was looking at graduate programs, it was extremely important that I found one that had hands-on experience right away. Um, it was actually, Salas's program was shown to me by a friend who just recently graduated from the program. And after looking further into it, I found a lot of aspects that really caught my interest. Um, the clinical experience that began my first semester, the cadaver labs that the program offered, the community outreach, the leadership opportunities, and then the international opportunities that it also offered. Um, all of that really got me hooked and was super excited. It, it gave me a whole new drive for the program that I didn't think I was going to have. Hello, my name is Rhiannon. Um, so the reasons I decided to come to Salis were, like Claudia said, the clinical opportunities as a first-year student, which you really don't see at any of the other local schools in the area. Um, and also the um, impressive statistics coming from the department. If you look at the student outcome data, there's like 100% program completion, praxis passing, postgraduate employment over like the fa past five years. So that's um, really promising. And after kind of going through the admissions process and being able to speak with department staff and bonding with them, and then coming onto the campus tour and seeing the beautiful, um, the beautiful fountain and facilities um, really st st steered me towards Salas. Um, thank you. 
So um, SALUS is a lockstep program. We have a built-in curriculum and clinical sequence that all students are um, responsible for completing. And these five students took on the additional um, expense and time to uh, do a uh, study abroad program while they're in graduate school. Um, and I'm going to invite uh, Veronica and Lindsay to come forward to really talk about why did you study, why did you decide to do a study abroad program as part of your clinical experience here at Salus? Veronica? Hi, I'm Veronica. Um, I personally always wanted to study abroad, but I never got the chance during my undergrad. Um, so when I heard that Salus is doing therapy abroad, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to finally do something that I've regretted, regretted not being able to do in the past. And on top of that, I got to do speech therapy as well. Um, I also thought it was a unique opportunity to learn and improve my clinical skills. And as you heard before, Salus gets you in um, the uh, campus sorry, the clinic on campus within the first few weeks of your first year. So I felt comfortable in providing therapy and I was excited to um, expand on my clinical skills. Hi, I'm Lindsay. Um, like Veronica, I also wanted to study abroad during my undergrad, but didn't have the opportunity to do so. So when coming to Salus, you know, I've heard therapy abroad mentioned, but didn't really know what it was. And once Bob presented this trip to us, it kind of came down to like, if not now, then really when. Um, so I think it's important, you know, when you're presented with these types of opportunities to take advantage of them, if uh, you can. So, and for me as like a future healthcare worker, I think it's also important to immerse yourself or like learn about different cultures and like what better way than doing that is, and then fully, fully immersing yourself in it. Um, so it was really awesome learning firsthand from the different Turks Islanders, like what healthcare is for them and just learning all the different types of um, different types of things about their culture, which is really interesting. So um, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think that what has drawn me to study abroad programs is the ability to really immerse myself in the learning about what the the culture brings to the table in healthcare and education and what um, how different countries approach healthcare and education. Um, Alyssa, I'm wondering if you would join Lindsay and talk a little bit about what were some of the things that we did on our trip that really stood out to you. Hi, yeah, no problem. Um, so there are a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, if you've ever been to Turks or never been to Turks, it's absolutely beautiful. So getting to enjoy life the way that Turks Islanders live was amazing. Um, I really appreciated being able to do the home visits for people with um, cerebral palsy. I think it was a really cool experience to see a little bit into the everyday lives of people there, but also to make a difference in an impactful way. Um, I also really loved the um, tour of like Salt Cay, um, like the islands, getting to see a little bit more about how the people live was really an awesome experience. Absolutely. Hey, Linz, Linz what do you think? What were some of the things that stood out to you? Um, overall, I just loved how this trip was like a really good balance of work and play. So I would say like, what, three to five hours of the trip or of the day um, we were spending at the camp or like either planning therapy activities or documenting notes for the day. And then we had the rest of our time to explore different parts of the island. Um, we spent a lot of the time on the beach, which, you know, if you've seen pictures of Turks and Caicos beaches, but in pictures, it doesn't do it justice. It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, and we also just got to meet and mingle with other educators and students from different programs across the country, which I thought was awesome, because then now you're making like life prolonged connections with them. 
Um, but I also like one event in particular that I loved was at the end of the camp, we almost had like a ceremony, like a celebration ceremony. And, um, we had the opportunity to meet the families of the campers, which I thought was really neat. And, you know, just getting to know them more as a person. Um, and also just put into perspective, like how much of an impact the work we were doing had on these people. So I really, it was just, you know, it made you feel good seeing that the work that we were doing, um, was, being celebrated and that they really, really appreciated. So um, overall, it was a great trip. And again, like if you have the chance to do it, go on it. Thank you. Um, I'm wondering if there was any surprises, like once we got in country, did anything sort of like pop out at you? Um, Rhiannon, what do you think? Anything surprise you? So there was a lot of surprises on this trip. Um, good one was how many ways you can prepare their um, national dish called the conch, not conch. They'll make fun of you if you pronounce it that way. Um, all the fresh seafood, like the cuisine there is to die for. Um, and the beaches, breathtakingly beautiful. Um, somebody said like the pictures don't do it justice. Um, and what else? So the people there, there's, they don't have really a lot of resources. So the way they welcomed us and we're, we're so truly thankful and the way they treated us really was kind of surprising. Um, it's like we were family from day one and I felt so comfortable um, at the camp having more of an independent role than we have on the, on the campus clinic. Um, so like all my experiences as Dallas really, I felt like it led up to that moment before we go out to externship, being able to kind of, um, see how it was just really, really rewarding helping all those people and feeling confident in doing so. Like I'm ready to continue my career. It was like a, yeah, this is, this is why I'm doing it moment. Thanks. How about you, Claudia? What was surprising to you? Um, so piggybacking off of what Rhiannon was saying, the biggest thing for me, um, was definitely to see how little resources they had out there. Um, I think a lot of that is taken for, taken for granted. Um, and even just as something as simple, seemingly as simple as a communication device, maybe a little difficult for families to get out there. Um, big culture shock walking into the grocery stores and seeing how different it all is, um, but like Brandon said, also the cuisine is phenomenal. It was really fun trying new foods. That definitely took me back. Um, big fan of trying the local flavors. That was a huge thing. Um, and then also just seeing how confident I was, as well as our team um, in our clinical practice. I think we really all got to step out of our comfort zones and try new things and try new therapy tactics that we had to work with very low tech things where as in the SLI, we're very lucky to have high-tech devices, um, but we made it work and we were seemingly, I mean, the families were very appreciative. So we were very helpful to their families and those children. Um, so that was really an awesome experience to have. I'm going to go and edit some of your responses and say you were helpful, not seemingly, you were absolutely helpful because you're right. I think the the real difference between maybe what your educational experience is is that you've gotten lots of resources around you to help learn the craft of speech pathology. And then we we fly you out of the States and we say, okay, now do it. And here's, you know, a, a, a dish of water and some Play-Doh and you've got to entertain these kids for a couple hours. And, and um, I have to say, um, I don't know why it surprised me, but I think that this group really 
um, really took off, flew as soon as we got there. Um, and and that in that given that learning in such an independent way, <clears throat> really um, surprised me how well you did from day one. And it wasn't like waiting till day three or day five for things to start clicking for all of you. The other thing that surprised me was that when we took the tour to Iguana Island, I expected to see an iguana. And there were the, all the iguanas were, were on uh, siesta or had gone to another island, I guess, for when we showed up to Iguana Island. So um, real, real disappointment. Um, all right. So um, yes, these trips are are focused on clinical education, um, but we also do have some fun. Um, I'm going to ask um, Veronica and Alyssa to really wrap us up today and tell us what kind of advice would you give to students who are considering adding this sort of international trip component to their program? Veronica, you want to start? Yeah, so overall, I would 110% recommend doing the international program. Um, it was such an amazing experience. You get to meet amazing clinicians, get hands-on um, work with the kids. You learn how to provide therapy with the limited materials that you have. Um, and then you grow as a student clinician. The advice that I would give, um, I know that the biggest concern that a lot of people had was the money. Am I able to afford this? And the advice I'd give is just like save money, do fundraisers, reach out to friends, family, coworkers, whoever you can in order to participate in this experience, because it was truly amazing. And it is something that I just, I'm so happy I did and impacted my life It impacted their lives. And it's something I would truly never forget. Uh, so two of my biggest fears with this pro this um, trip was actually, you know, finances and stepping out of my comfort zone. So I would 10-10 recommend, you know, you could save money, absolutely, if that's your biggest fear. My personal thinking was grad school isn't cheap anyway. We're already in debt. This is a worthwhile experience to be in debt for. You can't, you know, make up those memories and moments and tell people like, well, yeah, I saved a couple of coins, but you get to live the experience and meet new people. And I think that's so much more worth that long-term, you know, fear. And also just be prepared to be uncomfortable. I think it's really easy to go in with your own expectations of this is what it should be. This is what I want it to be. But I think if you go in and you're just like, I'll take whatever comes, you'll have a wonderful experience and great memories to move forward. Now, I, I actually set Alyssa up for this because I thought that she was going to recommend that people know how to swim when they go to an island because we found out when we landed that maybe she wasn't the most proficient swimmer. So luckily, one of the members on our group happened to be a swim instructor. So not only did she walk away with clinical skills and, and out clock hours to sort of document in her Calypso, she now can swim. So I, I think that this is um, one of the hidden values of going on an international excursion. So um, I want to thank my soon-to-be colleagues um, to, for talking about their experiences. I certainly learned a lot by watching you all learn. Um, I think um, you know, you all sort of said it in your own way. We take a lot of our stuff for granted. And this gives us a real opportunity to peel back the layers and just be good clinicians, which um, all of you really, really were and will be. Um, so are you interested in Salas now? Would you like to learn more about um, the opportunities that 
that Therapy Abroad and Salus can bring to you in an international cultural immersion, um, reach out to me. I'm happy to answer questions. Probably the best way to reach me is my email, which is r-s-e-r-i-a-n-n-i at salus.edu. Um, you can look up our program online as well, www.salus, that's S-A-L-U-S dot E-D-U, uh, for more information about our program and about, you know, potentially adding an international trip onto the curriculum. So thank you all for joining me tonight. It's great seeing you. Uh, I don't get to see our second years that much because they're off doing their externships. I'm sure they're doing swimmingly well. Um, and I hope this has intrigued you enough to reach out to me or look more into the program. So thank you all for joining us. And uh, until we talk again, be well. <laughs>